0: And when someone says to me, I can't do it. I couldn't do it because I didn't have the funds. I couldn't do it because I was not mentored. I couldn't do it because I didn't get the push. I couldn't do it because my parents couldn't afford it. No, you can do it. You can do anything you want to do mm. if you love yourself enough and you have that perseverance. There's any anything you can achieve. And if someone says to me, I cannot, I will take them by the hand and ask them, tell me what, why you can't. Tell me why you can't, and I'll tell you why you can.
1: Welcome to 99 Humans. My name is Jeff Lacusta, curious coach and Wall Street Journal bestselling author, striving to understand how little things generate big impact.
2: And I'm Nadia Carta, tech executive and lifestyle coach with a mission to transform lives and corporations by kindling hearts to generate a zeal for life.
1: Each week, we investigate stories about the human side of leadership to re-energize your spirit and help you become a stronger leader.
2: Because the reality is that leadership is messy, goofy, challenging, but always human.
1: Thanks for spending time with us today. Let's dive in.
0: Brilliant. Jeff, you asked me why, why did I do it? And we realized that there was, I realized that there was a skill shortage in this particular industry. And hence, I needed to uplift women, give them the opportunity to understand how it is to work in an industry especially the service industry and the basic requirements you cannot be stuck at ground level reservation agent and a supervisor and you can't move up because you don't have those basic tools management skills management tools speaking tools pr skills marketing skills and so many other skills that are required to move them up that ladder and hence
2: I have a, one question that I wanted to follow up on. You mentioned at the very beginning your self-motivation and your persistence and that you needed to push through, et cetera. But then when I hear your story, like it looks like you had such a flawless path, right? Like unless our listeners know about you, they'll be like, oh, wow, she has her own company. So would yeah. you feel comfortable in sharing one or two examples that you had in life that you were like wow I really gotta be persistent here because the universe is testing me
0: I'll give you two examples for the first example is when I packed up my bags from Mumbai and I said to myself I'm tired I want a sabbatical I don't want to work in this industry that's it I'm done go to Dubai and um, had a nice holiday for a month and then I said to myself, "No." I can't do the sabbatical. I need to go back to the industry. Went looking for work. Couldn't mm. find any work. Mm. I worked in a construction company for one month, a can as a receptionist in a construction company with all my experience, all my the MBA, everything that I had, I worked in a construction company for one month. And I said to myself, you know what? I am going to get the job I want to get. Mm. And everyone said to me, come back home. What are you doing in Dubai? It's not gonna work. And I said, no, what are you doing in a construction company as a receptionist?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The owner of that company said to me, I, I really feel terrible because you have these qualifications and this experience and you're working as a receptionist in my construction company. And I said, Jim, you know what? I'm going to be here only for a month. Trust mm-hmm. me. I am going to be out of here for a month, but just give me a month so I can make that money to, to sustain myself for a month. And I'm going to go looking for that job I want. And mm-hmm. I went looking for that job and I got that job. And I got the job I wanted. What job was know, it? Course. What job I, was I, it? I worked for one of the biggest tour operators, travel agencies in Dubai called Sharaf Travels. Mm-hmm. I ran three of the offices for them. I had a team, a huge team, humongous team. And I did what I did best. And it was amazing. And hence that perseverance from living in a, a one room in Dubai and coming from a brilliant, amazing Company in Mumbai, I left that for everything, moved to Dubai, I took a sabbatical, and then I decided to work in a construction company for a month and then decided, no, I'm going to persevere. Got the resumes in, got the job and back to where I was. And it moved, like you said. Okay, it was great, amazing, had this amazing job. Come to South Africa, worked for Spirit of Africa, amazing job. Started my own company, started from scratch, hired people. And then comes COVID. I had to retrench staff. That was the most inhuman thing that I had to do. And being human and being inhuman, and that for me letting go of my team, my amazing, strong women and men in my company, asking them to leave financially, not having the capacity to pay them the severance packages. I'm not a huge company. I'm a small company with huge turnover, but I'm not a huge company. So that pain and not having that financial stability to pay them the severance package and eating into my savings and paying out out of my savings and not taking home a salary myself and sustaining them for a couple of months till I actually said to them, I can't carry you anymore. You have to go. You have to go. Heartbreak. Financially, I was broken. I run a home, I run a household, I have two boys and my my husband passed away in 2017 it was the worst time of my life but you know what i said i'm resilient i'm strong i am going to do this i let them go they left they all got their own jobs when they could get their jobs and i sank ship the sick the ship sank but i let it sink for a bit and i said to myself in these next two years i'm going to build myself up again do all the work that I needed to do, find that purpose, Jeff found that purpose. And that purpose was all I needed. And the ship started to sail again. And we are now sailing afloat on top, have so much business. I don't know what to do. I have to turn away my clients as of now and say, no, I can't do this because it's, I think it's God sent. I think it's how I work with clients. It's my networking. It's the people who trust in me have come back to me and said, all right, Cindy, we're ready to start work again. So that time, that inhuman human decision that I had to make was the worst time of my life. And both personally and financially and professionally. And I thought I'm going to close shop and never come back again. And I said to myself, no, people told me close shop, Cindy. This is ridiculous. I said, no, I'm not closing shop. I'm going to do a lot of work and I need to do a lot of work. And there's a purpose. And that is the purpose I'm going to work towards. And today as we talk and I sit and talk to you, I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I'm really grateful because I always say to people that if you're humble and if you're kind, be kind, be humble. Because when you fall, you've got to fall softly. Because when you fall softly, you can rise up taller.
2: This is beautiful.
1: And Um, the the mentees, the apprentices, the get-to learn from you and hear your inspirational story and the incredible skill set that you have that has had you change your life so many times and build such incredible success they're so lucky and i'm wondering for people who may be listening who are going through the hardest time of their life or dark time in their life what advice would you have for those folks
0: say it it does not matter if you're black white blue green purple doesn't matter where you come from you whether you have it all or you don't have it all you've just got to have perseverance and the most important to have faith in yourself because faith in yourself self-love if you love yourself and you have faith in yourself you can achieve anything there's nothing you cannot achieve like Nadia says many a times, there are things that you can do. You can climb mountains. And when someone says to me, I can't do it. I couldn't do it because I didn't have the funds. I couldn't do it because I was not mentored. I couldn't do it because I didn't get the push. I couldn't do it because my parents couldn't afford it. No, you can do it. You can do anything you want to do mm. if you love yourself enough and you have that perseverance. There's any anything you can achieve. And if someone says to me, I cannot, I will take them by the hand and ask them, tell me why you can't. Tell me why you can't, and I'll tell you why you can.
2: Oh, my God, Cindy, we got to get your own podcast here. Your energy is in, like, oh, you're filling the space. It's so wonderful to hear these words coming from you. Your family is so lucky to have you and all these women, seriously. Thank you. Thank you thank you so much I get inspired by you
0: Nadia <laughs> <laughs> a and, uh, circle,
1: yeah. yes
0: I always say every woman has to inspire another woman we mm-hmm. women have to inspire another woman we don't have to put down another woman we have to inspire them if we inspire them we grow well
2: in- I've and heard same- this I think Jeff we mentioned it also in one of our other podcasts. this image that a candle doesn't lose its light to lighting another candle and you know that fire is infinite if you keep lighting other candles and then lights in the world comes and absolutely. so we light also men I mean we want to light yes. too, not only women <laughs> absolutely we have to
0: walk with besides men as well you know we must walk besides men because they they carry those burdens and these huge shoulders that they hold onto the with their the world on their shoulders and that stress we have to walk with them besides them and vice versa you know it's just it's a journey it's a walk and we hold each other up high up in respect
1: cindy the compassion through that you've shown to the people around you and to the circumstances that you have is incredible honestly i don't know if my first reaction would always be compassion if i'm running a business and somebody that works for me can't send the email or can't, you know, handle the client engagement the way that it needs to go to be successful, Mm -hmm. I worry that maybe my first response would not be as compassionate as yours was.
0: You know, Jeff, if you actually, I agree with you, but today when I sit here and when I talk to all my ex-colleagues, I will never call them subordinates, my ex-colleagues, and over the years of 20 the years, and today when I see them, they are directors of companies and owners of companies and dynamic, even bigger and better than I am today. And when, they, when I talk to them and, I, and they say to me, Cindy, remember that story you told us, remember that. And I look at them and say, wow, that's when I feel happy. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's when I feel I'm fulfilled. That makes me the happiest woman alive. You know? yes. And these are
2: great, amazing men and women. It's the multiplier effect. With your actions, you're fueling. What I'm wondering is, though, what you do seems very emotionally draining as well. Like, it is emotionally fulfilling when you hear those women and these feedback. But at the same time, wow. I mean, I know it myself, like, after I do 10 sessions with people, I'm happy, but I'm also drained. So how do you fill your cup? You must
0: remember I studied psychology. (laughs) (laughs) so it it did help me a lot to work on the hr side with people and if you don't understand people you cannot be a great leader you Mm -hmm. have to be uh, to understand people to be a great leader and i understand that psychology part of handling people and i think i have been given the task i have been gifted that task from the great almighty to take on more because i can give so much and i think i have that capacity in me like you said, Nadia, it's difficult, but it's what I, can, what I do best. And if I have that gift, then I must use it to the maximum, to my best potential, fulfill it. And it doesn't drain me. In fact, it gives me absolute pleasure to help. And I've, I'm growing two boys. I've got two sons. And I have to be the epitome of compassion as well as being good men. So, yeah, <laughs> it drives me.
1: I think this is a fascinating little tangent. Maybe we can go down for a second on for the leadership experience that you've had, the life experience that you've had, and then to hear you say, you know, one of my jobs is to raise good men Mm -hmm. for the world. What does that mean to you? And how do you approach, you know, really instilling in your boys what it means to be a good man in the world?
0: I think more importantly in today's day and age with my children are 10 and 14 and to instill in them the most important thing is gratitude to be grateful number one is because not everything comes easy in life we've got to be grateful for what we have second thing like you said Jeff compassionate and third thing is to be kind these three important aspects of growing as men or women are important because How I am as a mother and how I am towards them as a woman is what they are going to be as young men and as husbands. And uh, you don't want their wives killing me and saying, oh, because of you, because of your mother, your mother did not teach you those
1: manners. (laughs) Oh, no, thank you. (laughs) Into your future. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) But we've got to instill strong men to help them become independent, strong men, and to actually be examples to other men because. Without a man, a woman is incomplete. Without a woman, a man is incomplete. So it's amazing to raise two young men. It's absolutely amazing. Just enjoy them completely. Nadia, I know you have a daughter, but...
2: Well, I can only say, lucky the partners that will find them in their life, men or women, is going to be wonderful because... Absolutely. As parents, we do our best. Right. And what you said about psychology, I'm so grateful you mentioned that because if it was me in charge of all education protocols from elementary school, I would add psychology next to literature and math because my husband makes fun of me because I read psychology books over and over. I have a degree in marketing, but I did my dissertations in psychology twice. And that's because I believe that We are humans. If we don't study and get a hand of how our brain functions, if we don't get a hand of, hey, you got to pause and meditate so that your brain can be rewired, all those things like why it is so important to be kick ass at math. And it's not important to understand that you got to breathe so your vagus nerve can relax. So for me, you know, when I hear you saying that you say to be a leader, you have to understand people. I'm like, oh, bless. Can we please ask all the managers to do a basic training in psychology? Why is this Absolutely. so hard? <laughs> Why? Ex- <laughs> but now yeah, everyone has to go and take, a, you know, an MBA <laughs> or a PMAC into our population. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Agreed 200%. <sighs> yeah. No, so I, ha- I hope I've answered your question, Jeff. I've not been off the tangent
1: oh no that was a fantastic answer and i think there's so much insight into it from the psychology practice and the gratitude at the heart i feel like that's something that nadia and i have heard in our journey multiple times and something that has always come up is the idea that gratitude is a practice Mm -hmm. eventually and it feels like this is the way it is for you that you're on the mindset of gratitude but in order to kind of build your way up there it feels like a lot of what helps is to build a practice of gratitude
0: absolutely
1: i'm curious how do you practice it how do you actually live that gratitude from a day-to-day perspective
0: just constantly being conscious i think being conscious is the most important thing we are most of the time in a robotic mode Mm -hmm. wake up do finish, complete, eat, sleep, done, next day. If you're aware and you tune into your consciousness, be aware of every doing in your day-to-day life, including your children, parenting. It is difficult. It is draining, Nadia. I mean, Nadia is aware of it. It is so draining, but it is an exercise. And once that exercise is in place, it is. it becomes a default mechanism of your daily living. And then hence, you've got to be, Conscious, grateful, kind. You get angry, you want to shout at the kids. Conscious. Go to another room. <laughs> so I do that so many times, but I think, okay, how am I saying it? Am I saying it angrily or am I saying it kindly? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you require kind words, sometimes you require to change that tone. But mm-hmm. just being conscious about what you're doing and how you're doing it and how you're saying it is important and imperative in practicing gratitude, kindness, and then it becomes your life. Mm. It's Hard not easy, to it's learn. tough. Yes. And that applies to your workplace as well. Yes. You sit and tell a colleague, I don't like you doing this because I think it's this is what is happening.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you understand
0: where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. going to give me huge losses because I think you're making mistakes again and again. So, you know, what do you think I should do? Should I ask you to leave, walk out that door, or are you going to get better? Mm-hmm. You tell me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's so simple. It's so simple. It's clear communication with conscious ability. And an act of kindness.
2: Clarity is kind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Clarity mm-hmm. is kind. That's well put. Very well put, Nadia. Clarity mm-hmm. is kind. I love that. Well, we're approaching the end of this conversation, Cindy. Thank you, you. So much. And it's getting late. We want you to get back to your family. Thank you so much. Um, um, if you would, you know, if you would say one principle or one sentence that you would like our listeners to take away from this conversation, what would you say?
0: I'm going to repeat myself again, I think, and it's my only, the only thing I can say, strong mind, strong body, Mm. strong body, strong mind. Because if your mind's not strong, you're physically not strong, if you're physically not strong, you can't do what you want to do, you can't persevere. Mm -hmm. So you've got to have a strong mind and a strong body, along with being kind, being humble. Because if you fall, like I said, Fall softly,
2: because you will Let fall. fall.
0: Let's face you will it. fall.
2: We all fall at one point.
1: Many points.
0: Many points. <laughs> but fall softly, so you can fall get soft. up again. Have a cushion. You fall again, and you get up again. But fall softly.
1: That. Cindy, thank you for this time. If folks want to connect with you, if they are coming to South Africa, if they're <laughs> curious and learning more from a guru of gratitude and compassion, where can they find you?
0: They can find me at. Cindy at mirchi.co.za or you can Google any one of my companies, Mirchi destination management or weddings in Africa. And I'm also the executive director of the India South Africa Chamber of Commerce. (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't put that in as well.
1: We'll add it all to the show notes. So people will have links to all of this, Cindy.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much.
1: And not to forget
0: my internship, Mirchi Internship, apprenticeship, and mentorship program. It's called MIAM, M I A M. And that's a new project and it's a new initiative. And I'm so looking forward to it. That's my pet project. I love it. And people
1: can read more in the video of this as well behind you, which is a fantastic setup that you've got there.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you again. Appreciate it. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Thank you, Jeff. Stay blessed. Thank you, Nadia. Stay blessed. Keep Um, doing what you do and inspiring us. Thank you, you too, Cindy. It's
1: great to see you I again. You Thank you.
2: Bye. Cheers. Bye. 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 Oh, such a wonderful human being.
1: Beautiful, beautiful person. What a story. I mean, I've known Cindy. The I think we met about 15 years ago doing volunteer trips back to South Africa, and I did not know, you know, so much of the journey that she has been on, and obviously some of the recent journey that she's been on and strong mind strong body that's the ingredients and then what do you do with those ingredients persevere Oof, mm. that is gold that's great so good.
2: fascinating right how you can know people for so many years and not know what's going on in their lives
1: the real connection you know the beauty of this podcast is that we're going deep right away. You know, hey, great to see you again. Tell yeah. the story of a challenge. I love it. I wow. Love
2: it. Well, you know, my takeaway from this conversation among all of the things she said, I mean, you know, it's gonna my my journal is gonna be so beautiful at the end of this podcast because <laughs> I'm gonna have it all here. But when you fall softly, you can raise up taller. And this for me is being well, I love this concept because it actually connects to also what Kimberly said beginning of this week, if our listeners wants to go to listen that too, that every day we have challenges. Every day we might be falling in something. Every day, you know, if it rains, every day there will be a sunset and there's gonna be a new day. You're gonna wake up again and you're gonna try again. And this concept that you, when you fall, Where you fall and how you fall actually matters because you can fall and break a leg, but you can also fall and have enough muscles that you're just going to have a bruise. So how you fall matter and how you prepare yourself to fall in good days make a difference. How are you using your time to get ready to fall?
1: Great summary, Nadia. I think we're coming upon, we're recording this towards the end of the year. Mm. And we take that moment at the end of the year to really do a lot of that resolution setting and thinking, mm. but making it a daily practice, something that could do us some good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I coached someone yesterday. And, you know, we were like, how can you look at yourself in the mirror every day and for two minutes affirm to yourself that you matter? That's how you prepare yourself to fall, building that muscle, that resilience. Mm, This podcast is getting better and better.
1: Great conversation. We'll be back next time.
2: Bye, everyone. everyone. Ciao.